just want to pop in new moons really quickly to send a quick reminder that the Luanova podcast is now every Monday and every Friday morning. I will be giving you more details in this particular episode and running this announcement at the beginning of the next two shows. Okay? Ayayi New Moons, I'm Josie, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. I appreciate you either coming back this week or tuning in for the first time. And I've got some fun news for you. The Luanova podcast will now be twice a week. However, the second part is going to be very special. It's something I've been working on for a while now, and I believe... That part of Luanova will air this coming Monday. I'm not 100% sure about that just yet. If not, it'll be the following Monday. And that's just uh, also to let you know uh, some schedule updates. So the regular Luanova podcast will be every Friday morning like it is now. However, the second part of the podcast will be every Monday. The Monday segment, oh, segment, okay, Josie words. I will not reveal the name just yet. However, based on some feedback from a recent episode where I mentioned kind of my own background and, of course, dating a man and, well, several men before him. I said several like I've had thousands of boyfriends, but (laughs) a few men before him who were the same, meaning that they were providers because that's all I date. I've mentioned this before. I don't date broke men. I don't care who that offends because... If you are new here, you should know one thing about me, and that is that I am confident enough to not base my life on other people's opinions of me. So I will say that a part of the Monday show will be a little bit of talking to the women in particular who have reached out to me um, and hopefully some a bunch of new listeners as well, and as well as the men who are the provider types. I received some feedback from women asking, well, how do I, and in fact, even some of that feedback went through my mother, them asking my mom, (laughs) because these are people who know us or know her, Uh, you know, how do I, you know, get that kind of a guy? How do I get that sort of treatment? She didn't mention that part. She just said that, you know, that's the kind of woman she is. Yes, that is correct. And yes, my mother did play a big part in that, being that she raised me on her own. My mom has always been a boss, and I'm not going to call my mom a boss B because that's my mom. But, <laughs> you know, big queen energy. Um, one of those, like, it's perfectly amazing if you have a man in your life, but I'm going to show you how to take care of yourself in the event that you don't or in the event that you need to uh, exit a situation. So although I am very traditional in that sense of, you know, the, the men that I date are the head of household, they are the providers. I am also independent enough to have my own goals, have my own dreams, not rely on just his dreams. However, the traditional side of me is always going to help him if he's worthy. If he's not worthy, then he ain't going to be my man for long. (laughs) But the man that I'm with is very much so worthy. Help him reach his goals. Help him reach his dreams, etc. 
Now, this is something that is really common in the Latin community, so it's how I was raised. I was raised to be feminine, and my grandmother, my aunts, etc., um, there are quite a few of them in my family that were extremely traditional and mainly housewives, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Shout out to all of them. They worked just as hard as my queen mother, who has always busted her ass and has been working since she was a child, literally. So that will be part of Monday's segment, but it will not be all of it. The other half of it will be kind of giving you insight into how we can use some things that we're seeing in pop culture to our astrological <laughs> and energetic ad advantage. And what I, what I mean by that is to give you an example of Shakira, and she may be the first episode, I'm not 100% sure just yet. Um, we all have seen, if you have followed, if she's somebody you listen to or she's somebody you're a fan of, even if you just listen to a lot of Latin music, you may have seen that she's been going through it. She had a pretty awful husband and just kind of, he just kind of, he kind of drug her through the mud and really tried to like tear her down and we are seeing her triumph. So just to give you an example, I may look at her birth chart and I may see how that aligns with, you know, what planets are currently in retrograde, etc. How this energetically can be a lesson that we can all learn from. So those will be the two segments that will be very separate from the Friday show. Now, if you are the type who believes that women need to go 50-50 on dates and pay half of the bills, baby, this is not, first of all, this is definitely not the podcast for you, but, <laughs> and second, um, you're not going to like that segment. Feel free to skip it every Monday because I will be speaking to the men that were raised to be providers, the men who maybe are younger and want to be those types of men, you know, what we as women are looking for in those types of men. Cause I, obviously I can only give you the women's perspective and maybe in the future, which is, this is something I'm planning. Um, I will interview my own man and <laughs> maybe ask him some questions about that, depending on uh, what that subject is that week. So, and just to also give you guys a little hint as to what will be coming in the future, there will be another podcast which will be its own entity. It will not be associated under Luanova, and it may be with somebody very special. <laughs> I kind of gave it away, right? But that's okay. That will be coming possibly in 2024. I'm not gonna give further details right now because it took a long time to even build this one. So I'm just gonna leave that right there. Anyway, yes, also if you are a pig me and you believe in, uh, well, I should be helping him. I should be doing this. This is how you keep a man, baby. Uh-uh. I don't know how you found me. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. This is not for you. No, no. Uh-uh. I don't, no shade to the pig me's. I hope that you find some confidence, but, um, I don't think that I'm going to have the kind of message that you're looking for. And however, to those of you who are the kind of women who, where you know you deserve the best, where you know that you give your all, you give your heart, and you're a great woman. And so you are very much so aware of your worth and you don't doubt it. Then I hope that you enjoy Monday's segment. But anyway, I'm gonna wrap up <laughs> this extremely long seven minute intro <laughs> and uh, let's get into the show.
So in this week's Witch's Choice, it's going to be a little different because uh, this one's personal. Um, I mentioned on, I don't know what episode it was. I don't keep up with that. <laughs> I hope to one day have um, the, the type of listeners that can tell me it was this episode at this minute. But at the moment, I don't have that. <laughs> and um, I talked about how I worked for one of the big three. I've actually worked for two of the big three now. And the big three are the three largest automakers in the U.S. That is who I'm referring to. I'm not going to call out which ones I've worked for. And actually, wait a second. <laughs> I've actually technically worked for all three because I used to sell cars. So the third one, I'm not going to uh, say too much about because I never worked on the corporate end of things. But because I sold cars, I sold for... Um, Dodge Chrysler Jeep, Nissan, Ford, and Toyota, and several of several uh, of those brands were sold at particular dealerships here in the area. And as far as the corporate end of things, um, I've worked for two of the big three. So, with that being said, this week's Witch's Choice is just to show your support for the UAW strike. I have a close loved one, I'm not going to get too into that, who still works for one of the big three. And I can speak from my own experience of what that's like on the corporate end of things and how shitty it is, how awful it has been and why it is the biggest reason that I will per per personally uh, never purchase another American made vehicle. Now, I have no issue being American. This is not anti-America anything. I'm also honestly not anti-capitalist because capitalism, I'm sorry, because I shop like crazy and my favorite stores are of course part of a massive corporation of some sort, rather it be Marshall's, TJ Maxx, uh, the group that they're under, or even Amazon, who we all know is we i mean if we're being honest with ourselves we know that amazon is kind of an awful company <laughs> but in order to get things done here i don't know how things are done elsewhere it is pretty important for us to have those stores so even if we are anti-capitalism we also understand that the majority of our goods are going to come from a lot of those stores even the ones who may seem nice on the outside like target so with that being said, because I understand from a personal standpoint of what it's like to work for the big three, it is also the biggest part of why I am permanently leaving corporate America. I appreciate everything that I learned from selling cars to even my the very beginning when I just took service calls. And if you're not familiar with what that is, whenever you bring your car into a dealership for a service, you are likely talking to someone who is extremely underpaid and being sexually harassed on a daily because they tend to hire very young women to do it. I don't know what the connection is there. Don't need to either. <laughs> so that is where I originally got my start and then switched over to other parts of sales and my sales career kind of started there. I left selling cars years ago and would never do it again. 
No, don't miss it. Um, I do miss the camaraderie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And even being um, a very feminine, girly girl, I still managed to be an outstanding saleswoman, um, even when I was faced with some pretty awful managers or bosses. I remember even a manager who was this tiny little Napoleon loser who one day just up and left. And little did he know, I think he thought that he was hurting me, him and um, the people who left with him. I think they thought that they were actually hurting me, but they they had no idea that they ended up setting up my career. Man, <laughs> that was the best thing he could have ever done for me because it made my resume look much stronger than ever because I was then the manager of that department. <laughs> and it's been it's been great ever since then. So sometimes when somebody thinks that they are setting you up, um, they're actually helping you in your career or your life. And I can also say that as a witch, I kind of laugh when people don't realize that I simply use any kind of negative energy directed at me to my advantage. So everything from that little loser to my stalker, they have all helped me to get exactly where I want to be at. And I know that this is kind of a long tangent, but I am getting somewhere with that. All of that led to working for one of the big three for several years. I was repeatedly overlooked despite never having a bad review. I was constantly ridiculed for being um, introverted. Although I am a podcaster, I am extremely introverted. That's actually not too uncommon for people who do any kind of work related to social media, entertainment, etc. Media in general. We oftentimes can talk all day long when we're in our own spaces but we tend to be introverted. It's not uncommon. And that in being introverted made me stand out in a bad way. It was very frowned upon. The fact that I refused to go to lunches, the fact that I refused to uh, come in, I worked fully remote to come in just because. The fact that I refused to socialize uh, during Teams meetings. And if you're not familiar with what Teams is, it is simply uh, like a chat program that Microsoft has and it is very common in all forms of corporate America so all of that got overlooked I constantly heard the same BS that a lot of us have heard that there's no money for raises meanwhile of course the managers were make were making a lot of money they had corporate vehicles expensive luxury corporate vehicles because one of these the big three I worked for produces um, luxury vehicles and if you think you figured it out well two of them have a luxury line <laughs> so you you know you can figure that out on, on your own having a loved one that still works for them on the other end of things that is responsible for making probably the majority of the vehicles that are on the road today and kind of seeing how this person is treated on a daily is such a slap in the face to the customer because not only did I work for the big three of course as you all know my nickname is Josie the Mustang I have been a Mustang lover I don't know for how long now um, and this is not calling out Ford in particular and this is just calling out all three the shitty way that you treat people is no longer acceptable 
to not pay people what they're worth is no longer acceptable. To think that this is pre-pandemic when people hadn't woken up yet because the pandemic caused a spiritual awakening. A spiritual awakening oftentimes will cause us to begin to look at our life from a different point of view. And that's what happened here is several people woke up and it is time that you pay them what they're worth. You're expecting them to work six or seven days a week. And one of these big three actually has the audacity to expect people to work seven days a week. These are not short hours. This is not an easy job and you are not paying them what they are worth. You see, they don't just sit behind a desk the way I did. You see, even though I had an issue myself with the big three, I at least got to work from home until they switched that up too, despite lying to us and telling us that there was no need for us to work in office because we were more productive at home. They then switched that, which is why I don't work there anymore. I don't work for any of the big three anymore and I would never do so again. And I will say that out of all of the car brands that I have ever worked for, the best one was Nissan. <laughs> now, I am not saying that Nissans are better than anything else. I had a Nissan at a very long time ago in my life. Uh, yeah, yikes. I wouldn't, not for me. I'm not a Nissan girl. Um, I like fast cars and luxury cars and that's about it. And I'll leave that at that. But they paid the best. I made the most off of those because customers buy Nissans like crazy. It is a very reliable car. Anyway. I'm sorry, they make very reliable vehicles, that's what I meant to say. Anyway, the reason why I'm asking you to support the UAW strike is because what you see in the media is oftentimes incorrect. They are trying to make it seem as though these workers are asking for massive raises for no reason. That's not true. Uh, Four-day work weeks, that's also not true. Uh, what else did they say? Something about that they make $100 an hour? That is absolutely definitely nowhere near true no they don't what not i don't know how much overtime some of these workers are talking about have but they would have to work quite a bit of overtime which is completely unrealistic on the human body to make that much money an hour what they're making is not enough not for what they're asking for for those of us who have loved ones who work within this industry we see the hard work that they put in the long hours, the fact that they are never around and that these, they don't get much of a thank you. These funny TikToks where they're, they're pretty much like saying, you know, we're, we're going to throw a pizza party for you guys. It's actually not too far off of how all of us on both sides of the UA of, of the, I'm sorry, how both of us on both sides of working for the big three are treated because they do the same bullshit on the corporate side. There's been many times that they would say nonsense to us, like, well, we brought donuts, so you guys, if you want to come in, meaning if we didn't want to work remote that day, well, we brought donuts. <sighs> Honey, not only am I allergic to dairy and very particular about what I eat, but what on earth would make you think that I want to drive 45 minutes from where I'm at in traffic? So actually, let's round that up to 50 just for some mediocre donuts that I could have bought myself and worked from home productively without having to sit through um, 
long unnecessary or just unnecessary ch chats microaggressions etc while i'm trying to do my job for eight hours no thank you i'll pass hard pass on that and as far as what these workers are asking for they in my opinion should be asking for more continue to keep pushing back continue to stand up for yourself and that i know this has been a long witch's choice but you have a very powerful witch on your side I'm going to be teaching you guys two quick listens. So I'm hoping this doesn't take too long, but you all know I, I like to ramble. It's the whole point of why I have a podcast to begin with. So the first lesson is knowing your worth. Okay. I am going to use an example of a show I was watching. I'm not even going to name the show because I'm not trying to give anybody any kind of anything. I'm also not attacking the girl that this that allowed this um it's just something that i want to address because i definitely side-eyed it and side-eye when i see these types of things and she's part of the example she's not the only example but the first lesson is knowing your worth knowing your worth it goes across the board that goes across ethnicities it goes across your finances it goes across gender know your worth what exactly does that mean? Well, I'm going to give you an example of not knowing your worth. Um, there is a couple on a show I'm watching. Now, this is a reality show, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. That obviously we know reality shows are not really too based in reality. But parts of them are. And this part seemed very real to me. I don't get that any part of this was made up. So that's my disclaimer. The, this couple goes to a looks like a very casual restaurant and it appears to be local to their area um, and I won't even state what area they're in because again this is not to attack this person and the guy that in this relationship and from what I've understood they've been together for a few years now he offers to pull out the girl's chair and she says oh no don't do that like as though she was embarrassed that he had offered to do something that is considered a nice gesture. It is something that gentlemen do. Um, it is something that my man does all of the time because he was raised well. Shout out to his parents. And like shout out to this guy who is a southern gentleman and was clearly raised well. Um, even if he has a rambunctious type of personality, which I'm seeing here, I think that's kind of like the who he is he does still have manners not knowing your worth is to say to some to a man <laughs> no don't do that no it's okay i got it i'm sorry what <laughs> ladies absolutely not when a man is doing something nice for you you say thank you and say thank you from a genuine point of view now, of course, I'm addressing the ladies there because this is that example is for that. But it goes both ways. When a woman does something nice for you, sirs, <laughs> you can say you can say thank you. Now, for women, here's where the line is: don't be a pick me. 
okay don't be a pick me and if you don't know what a pick me is it is exactly what it sounds like it is doing something for the male gaze doing something to gain the attention of men to gain the acceptance of men and knowing that it doesn't really go with your beliefs it is more based on you wanting to be chosen by a man and the thing is the men that you want to be chosen by are never that worthy they're never that great because you see worthy men men that are gentlemen men that are raised well men that are understand their place in society etc don't want you to behave that way i'll give you another example that i heard um it was a girl talking about uh, a a situation she was in uh, on a trip where she said that she was on a trip with a, a guy because she's the kind of girl who gets flown out places and hey i don't judge good for her and that there was somebody else there that i guess he knew and i think he was friends with this girl now i'm not saying it was any kind of anything weird going on i didn't get that vibe it looked it seemed as though maybe it was a group of people and there was just a girl there that he knew and he was actually on vacation with the girl who was telling the story the girl who's telling the story says that this friend of his says you know i just you know i'm not that kind of girl who needs to be given expensive gifts and where i'm from she said somewhere in the south i don't remember um we don't even like stuff like that <laughs> and the girl telling the story is like okay good for you and oh because she essentially was bashing the girl who was telling the story because the girl telling the story likes luxury and expects to be treated treated a certain way and so the other girl was like, see, I'm not like that. I'm not like other girls. That is the very definition of being a pick me. So we're not going to do that. We're absolutely not going to do that. And yes, men can also be pick me's. I won't give you an example this time since I'm trying to get to the second um, lesson of the day. But just know that, yes, men can be pick me's too. It just, for whatever reason, tends to be more common for women to be that way. I just, not all women, obviously, but <laughs> some women to be that way and from those of us on the other side of things if he does not choose you and you know that you're amazing you know that you're great you know that you are everything that a man could want in a woman then he's just not the one stop trying to force the universe to make something happen that is not good for you okay let's relax on that so that is my first lesson to know your worth gentlemen that does apply to you too. know your worth don't let somebody talk crazy to you don't let somebody mistreat you all because you want to be in a relationship so bad because guess what i see that a lot from men i mentioned before a lot of my clients are men and oftentimes what they've told me about their relationships is them them putting up with a lot because they're looking for a wife because they want to settle down because they're at a certain age so they feel like it's time for them to settle down but i will tell them to their face or within a reading etc that it is the reason why you are no longer in that nonsense or the reason why you need to get out of that nonsense is because this person is not right for you you don't enjoy how you're being treated you don't enjoy how you're being spoken to so gentlemen that applies to you to know your worth you will know when it feels right and you will know when it doesn't that's it that's lesson one lesson two is how to apply 
affirmations into your life. Now, I have not had a full affirmation episode in some time, but there will be one uh, coming up. So that's going to be volume three, and it is one that I've been working on a little bit. I think that this one is going to, the next one is going to be money related. So how do you apply, I'm sorry, how do you apply affirmations to your life? There are many different ways. You can, when you're do, if you are familiar with what EFT tapping is, which is when you're tapping on your meridian points, you can say your affirmations then. You can write your affirmations in your journal. You can put them in your notes app. You can say them randomly in the shower. As I mentioned before to you, water has a strong connection to uh, the spirit world because it represents life. It is something that we all need. Um, It is something that is important to our life. And so whenever you are in the shower or taking a bath, it is perfectly, it is, it's a perfect time to say your affirmations then. Okay. Those are just a few examples. You can say them right before you go to bed. You can listen to affirmations if you don't have any of your own. There, of course, you know by now that I do make playlists, typically frequency playlists on Spotify, but There's also affirmation playlists. I believe I have a few that are just affirmations, Uh, not by me, but just by, you know, people who make affirmation albums. I hope to make one myself one day. There is no right or wrong time to say those affirmations. It is whenever you feel it's right for you. And it's also not something that you have to do on a daily basis. But I encourage you to incorporate them into your life. I heard another podcaster say that, and and this was before their podcast had grown to the numbers that it has now, that she would say on a daily basis, my podcast is is so successful. What is with me in words today? My podcast is so successful that I have reached thousands and thousands of listeners. I, this podcast has so many subscribers and et cetera, et cetera. She just gave a few examples. That is something that she used so that Essentially, she would shift her mind frame. And I would suggest to always say those types of affirmations in the present and as though it has already happened for you. I give, I've give i given you guys a few different ways to do that. Such as saying, yesterday, my podcast reached a million followers. That's the yesterday method. Or you can write write it down and put it as the the fairy tale method. Once upon a time, I had an outstanding podcast that has reached millions and millions of viewers. And of course, I'm giving these affirmations because those are things I want for my own show. So fill in the blank, but you can use affirmations at all times. Another good example is to put affirmations into your water. Of course, you should be drinking water every single day. I prefer sparkling water. That's my thing. I love love sparkling water and so sometimes i do speak affirmations into the sparkling water uh witches commonly do this with coffee we will stir the coffee towards us unless there's something that we want to remove from our life then we're going to stir counterclockwise and to give you an example of what that is let's say you have your coffee while you're stirring counterclockwise you may say i remove all negative energy from my space i remove all jealous energy from around me and so it is while stirring counterclockwise that's just an example but those are a few ways of how to use affirmations 
in your daily life. If you use candles, if you use incense, say an affirmation before you light it. And so it is. By now you all know how this goes. I am going to first address the pink unicorn in the room, which is my disclaimer. A collective reading is just that. It is meant to reach a collective amount of people. This reading may be for you. This, may, this reading may have nothing that you get out of it. And it may be for somebody you know. It may be for the mailman. It may be for somebody who you know down the street. Um, your best friend from kindergarten, etc. It may not resonate at all. It's for who it's for. And that's it. If you would like to book a personal reading with me, you can email the show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. I will never, ever, ever reach out to you directly for a reading. You do have to reach out to me first. I will then send you a menu. So beware of any kind of scammers. So with that being said, I also want to address that I only do one card collective readings because this is meant to be shorter, the shorter part of the show. And whenever I do my own personal readings, I do have various types of menus. I also do not read reverse cards unless it really pertains pertains to this week's message. There's a few different messages in this show, so we will see what our message is for the week. So I shuffle as many times as I want. There's not a particular amount that I feel like I need to shuffle. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to do a uh, dance in a circle. I don't need to hit the cards a certain amount of times. <laughs> it is all based on intuition and I do read intuitively. So the card for the week, oh, I love this card, is the strength card, which is number eight in the tarot. And so I am asking all of you to think about the people who are around us or yourself if this applies to you directly and what exactly they're needing from us because you see sometimes the strongest people don't know how to tell us what they need don't know how to ask for that emotional support that pat on the back the hug etc the strength card is is important because it does represent of course the sign of leo which is all about self but and the ego however leos have to be <laughs> one of the <laughs> biggest crybabies i've ever known because they don't know how to just say hey this is how i'm feeling i need somebody to have my back i need to not have to be the strongest one in the room this time and maybe i come across as you know that i have it all together all the time but it would just be nice to have people have my back. And so I'm not sure who that's for, but I am asking those of you who needed to hear this message that your inner, your inner strength is not overlooked. Your bravery is not being overlooked. That is everything that the strength card even represents. And most of all, your compassion for others is not being overlooked the way you think it is. There are many people around you who love you and support you. And if you need a reminder of that, I hope that I can stand as that for you. I hope that you need it 
to hear that from somebody and I made your day a little bit easier by telling you that because I don't know who may be struggling but your inner your inner strength is something that I don't even think you realize you have so much of like a lion you're not too loud about it unless you absolutely need to be so I'm not asking you to get all lying on us. I'm just <laughs> letting you know that it is not being overlooked the way you think it is. It will not continue to be overlooked in the areas of your life, such as work or home. It will be recognized. It will be, if it hasn't already. And so it is. Thank you, Obrigada, for tuning in to the Frequency of the Luanova podcast. And before you go, I do just want to remind you that this show now comes out every Monday morning and every Friday morning. The Monday podcast will now be how we can incorporate things that are happening in pop culture into our lives, both energetically, astrologically, and spiritually, how those things relate to us. And also giving you guys some lessons from your favorite Afro-Latina love witch on what to apply to looking for the right partner or building a bond with that right partner. So those parts of the show will now be every Monday morning. And of course, this part of the show will remain every Friday morning. If you are listening to me on the Apple podcast platform, please give my show a five-star rating or just, or you can leave a five-star review. I absolutely appreciate that. I am trying my hardest to get it into the algorithm. And please know that this part of the Luanova realm will always remain free. There will be other segments coming up in the future that will end up on Patreon, etc. But the podcast itself will always remain free. If you would like to book a reading with me, or if you would like to send your questions to the show, you can reach out to me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And remember, I do not reach out to people for readings. You have to reach out to me first. Please don't get scammed, okay? If you would like to follow me on social media, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram and also Spotify under Josie the Mustang. That is my nickname. Ciao.